0: listeners welcome to our podcast my name is Nat and I am Basha we are called let's be perfectly queer we're all born this gay and our topic today will be encouraging gender positivity and deconstructing gender norms in children literature as well as just kind
1: of giving a background about our experiences
0: and what we can do as future educators to ensure a better experience for our students
1: Since we're talking about gender norms in children's literature, what was your experience like growing up and the books that you had around?
0: When I was growing up I read a lot of books and kind of made a safety blanket within reading and the books that I chose had very traditional and stereotypical gender roles in them. And growing up as a queer person and not really understanding what that was when I was reading those books, but still understanding that none of the characters in the books I read had the same experience as I did. And a lot of the girls in the books had crushes on boys and were super girly and just into things that are very very stereotypically female and heterosexual is something that I didn't understand and didn't find a place to relate to.
1: And what year were you born again?
0: Like what time period would that be then? I was born in like late 90s, so
1: like mid-2000s. So, essentially saying even in the mid-2000s, we still didn't have that representation.
0: Right, either that or I wasn't given the opportunity to find those books. So, I don't actually know what it was like in terms of where they were, and it might have just been that I didn't have them and I wasn't exposed to them, but maybe there were books out there that were able to help some children.
1: I feel like even if there were books out there, though, you would have at least seen or heard of one of them, even, like, because you went to public school, right?
0: Not until middle school. Oh, okay. So... I went to, I was homeschooled as an elementary schooler, but I spent a lot of time in libraries and I would have found something that kind of resonated with me. I was say, me.
1: if so, there was something in a public right. library, you should have at least seen something or like a title or even a book cover somewhere right. if that was the case, because it is a public library and they tend not to be super conservative like, or religious. Yeah, they like allow a lot, so... So Basha,
0: what was your experience like in terms of reading books growing up?
1: Well, I actually did go to a public school. Must (laughs) be nice. Not so much, but I did have a lot of exposure to what public schools would offer and there was nothing there. And it was also a very uh, cis-hetero-white demographic that I was surrounded by, so there was no cultural queer identities for me to look to either. it was also interesting to me to see the stereotypes when they tried to, like, slowly break them because our teachers would be like, oh, yeah, girls can play basketball or guys can dance. and just, Yeah, but the way they would do it is they would take something that they felt was inherently feminine and then switch it or okay. inherently masculine and switch it. And that didn't really work for queer identities either because... Okay. I was raised as a tomboy, but I still felt very feminine, yet I was still queer. So I wasn't necessarily a stereotypical queer as societal norms state. Okay. Did you
0: find any character in any book that you remember resembling who you identified as as a child and your personality or your culture or anything like that?
1: Uh, In books, no. Ironically enough, I found myself in Mulan, though, (laughs) when it came out, because not necessarily the changing of gender part, but as an Asian and having to deal with very cultural stereotypes and then gender stereotypes, the fact that Mulan came out and was so groundbreaking and even the fact that Mulan kind of is a bi icon now (laughs) is really important to me because that shaped who I was growing up, but it wasn't in a book. Okay, that makes sense. So Mulan was literally the first thing, and even Disney like came back with this backlash of no Mulan's not bi, what are you talking about? Right. So even that kind of had a negative pack to it. Okay. So now that we've kind of delved a little bit into our past, how would you, how do you think you're going to try and incorporate queer identities or like go against the gender norm and kind of encourage gender positivity with the books that you would have in your classroom.
0: In the future, I'd like to teach first, second, third grade. I feel like that's a really good area and age to give them independence and to give them choices and if I have a box of books that are all mixed up and there's no... Boys choose from this box and girls choose from this box. I've actually seen that in classrooms that I've done observations in, even now in the last year. I think that's not a very constructive to making choices in general and so to have a box of books or an assignment where everyone reads that book and not saying oh girls focus on this character or boys focus on this character but having all of my students understand and analyze all the characters in the books and get to choose what they want to read I feel like that will give them at least the opportunity to find books that might have characters that they can see themselves in whether that's culture or gender or you know budding
1: identities of any sort yeah i was gonna say it definitely helps with identities being allowed to have that choice because as we stated growing up we didn't necessarily get to see those and it took us a longer time i think to figure out where we are now and i would rather children not have to deal with that growing up right especially because books are like kind of iconic when it comes to childhood. Mm -hmm. Most people always remember one or two books that were their absolute favorites. I mean, look at the fact that Harry Potter is still a number one seller. It just, it impacts childhood so much. So having books that do encourage gender positivity, even if it is just making everything gender neutral instead of necessarily having a gender is nice.
0: So. I think another, almost on the opposite side of that, is having those books who that have themes of boys wearing dresses and girls doing things that aren't necessarily stereotypically feminine, that way those children who really are uncomfortable in having to behave a certain way at home or even at school, they have that book that they can see themselves in, even if it's not gender neutral, it's the complete opposite. That way they have that book. Yeah.
1: Like the, what was that book we were looking at earlier? The 10,000 Dresses right. was one of them. There was even Madam President as one where it's about a little girl going through her day acting as if she was president, but it has nothing to do with really the gender norms. Right. It more has to do with the fact that she genuinely wants to be a president.
0: And she might not even know that that's not something that's normal or something that most girls don't want to be
1: exactly so there are books that are coming into these kinds of identities and these kinds of messages but i think we're still a pretty long way from having a nice handful of them right and
0: as future educators we can advocate for our school libraries to carry those books and to carry books with different families with two moms or two dads or blended families or anything like that so that way all of our students feel like they can have a book that they can relate to.
1: Oh yeah, especially the blended families part because I know I have a friend who's adopted and even that has a whole different like weight on her identity as a queer person. She still is trying to navigate herself while also being comfortable with the fact that she was adopted so like blended families have a huge impact on identities and gender norms weirdly enough.
0: So I think that offering books for all children and characters that are of different gender performing or gender sorry, <clears throat> right word just identity identity or culture or anything. Yeah. And even... offering books of all sorts is the key to making
1: children comfortable. And I was gonna say even gender non-conforming, like non-binary right. and gender fluid too. Because a lot so. of people
0: don't even know what that means until they're much older. And if they yes. can see that in a book in elementary school, it might save them a lot of hardship growing up.
1: Yeah. So thank you for listening to our podcast. We had a lot of fun. And we will see you next time. Bye.